0: Ace Agenda Techno fits with J-Max. This is the Base Agenda Techno Base agenda techno fix. This is Jay. I hope you enjoyed the mix. Started it off with a track by Void Loss, and that's The Only Way Out is Underneath the original mix. From that, went into Royston Rain by Petra Core, which is stunningly beautiful. Really, really loving that at the moment. Uh, followed that up with another of theirs, which is called On Tides, and from there into Urban Exploration, a track called Time Decay. Uh, check these guys out on SoundCloud, they've got some really, really great stuff up on there. It's well worth checking them. And lastly, we finished up with a track by Conflux. Uh, which was called Trapped Beneath the Sky.
1: For those who know what's right, for those wedded to the machines and their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement, for those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters, for those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane.
3: This is B-Pang and you're listening to Base Agenda.
0: Agenda, good to have you with us again. This week we've got guest selections in from B Pang from the USA, a guy who's uh, been producing for a little while now and uh, certainly got a lot of attention lately when he appeared on the uh, Electro Funk Resistance compilation by Dominance Electricity. So this week it's all about funky stuff, inspired by, chosen by, and made by him. And later on we're going to slip into the darkness with Julia Pay from Spain, a fantastic guest mix. As part of the show I interviewed B Pang, uh, we did it via Skype, so I'm afraid the sound quality is nowhere near as good as I was hoping it would be, but uh, he's got some good stuff to say so I thought I'd live it in anyway. Enjoy the show, catch you in a second. Question I asked B Pang when I spoke to him was how he got into uh, producing his own music.
3: Um, it was something I was interested in when, like, really early on, like in my early, earlier teenage years. It's like I got into, I was into industrial stuff back then, you know, real corny stuff like that. And just always into electronic music in general. Once, once I, you know, I started getting older and getting more into stuff that was a little bit more deep, and had some substance to it. That's when I was like, okay, this is, this is definitely something I want to do. who had been making music for a while, and I kind of casually knew him, you know? You know, he showed me the basics on just recording and how kind of to program a drum machine, like a simple box drum machine and stuff like that. That's what I was hooked. for, so. Uh, when I got in, I, first album that I bought that really made me think differently about electronic music was uh, Future Sound of London Accelerator. Oh, I bought that, and then I was hooked, and I started buying the other ones, like ISDN, and Dead Cities and all that stuff. that's that's my change. I was like, the industrial stuff, it was was done. I was done with that. Uh, My first synthesizer was uh, was a Waldorf uh, Microwave XT, and it was uh, my first credit card. I got a credit card, and the first thing I did was I went on eBay and I looked for a synthesizer that looked cool. And I, I got the thing, and I got the manual, and this thing was like I had no idea how to use the thing at all, and I would just turn knobs, you know, hope something would happen. You know, back then I didn't, I didn't really know much about synthesis and all that kind of stuff. But uh, when I, my first machine that I started making music on was like one of those old Electribe's, the, the, the sampler, the old silver face one with the green around the display, and I, I used to just sample everything into that, and then. Like I would sample individual notes or individual chords and then just play them back. You know, I didn't have a a real sequencer so, I mean it's just, it's just a long, long time. Like that whole beginning phase was a long time ago, you know, like, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago. And, you know, over time I started realizing, well this doesn't sound very good, this isn't sounding like, you know, what I'm hearing on albums, like how can I, make this sound more professional whatever i'm doing it's always been when something i've been really obsessed with was not having that really amateur sound where you know you hear paths that are mixed too loud and overly crisp sounding and stuff like that that's something i've always really paid attention to and when, when i actually started getting into synthesizers for real and, and learning how they work and all that stuff and i i got hooked on all that that's when i really started paying really close attention to trying to make things more intricate layering just making fucking mix for the night stuff like that.
0: So quick catch up on tracks, first one we kicked off with was B-Pang with Shuttle Arctica. Following that we heard another one by him, one of the tracks he's chosen of his own that he's particularly proud of actually and that's a track called Bypass the Body. The track we're listening to right now is called Tide Capsule and any second now we're going to slip into one of the selections he's chosen, a track that's blown him away, it's Mind Design with uh, Look at Your Face and uh, I'm going to ask him now to tell you a little bit about why he chose it.
3: It's pretty much his whole catalog, and that was that was one of the more most recent ones that he released. Uh, I had gotten into his music maybe about a year ago. I kind of stumbled upon his stuff uh, through YouTube videos, and then you know kind of went into his catalog. And there was an out. He did an album called uh, uh, Fundraiser Two. Uh, I think it was called Strayons, something like that. And when I when well, the first week that I had. Got that out, and I was just nonstop for a week, two weeks, it's repeat. I couldn't listen to anything else. So.
0: chosen by B-Pang that's blown him away lately. This is Lapalux with Gutter Glitter. Fantastic track, absolutely beautiful. And uh, here's why B-Pang chose it. It's just, uh, I can't even really describe it. The first time I heard that one, it was so intense. I mean, the, the,
3: the weight of it, the emotional weight of it was just like crushed. You know? And that's something that I really, I don't understand. Things that he does because you know, everything, everything that everything uh, puts out, I immediately you know, I'm like, I jump on it because I know it's gonna begin. So, that's something that I really admire about his stuff is the way he's able to just pull all this like raw emotion out of these sounds and you know, just it follows my mind. So, that's I'm like a fan of life. I try to figure out what it is that. to, uh, now I'm trying not to plan too much uh, ahead of time when I'm making tracks, so I want to keep it raw, you know, not lose that initial energy when you first start a track and it's sounding really good, and then you go back to it a week after week and then it just loses all of its 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 throwings.
0: some older funky stuff here. This is Buck Funk 3000 with a track called 3000. And the next question I ask B-Pang is how his releasing music came about.
3: Actually, the whole thing came about just by chance. You know, I was one of those people I never wanted to send out a demo because I didn't like the whole idea of, you know, I know this demo is going to go somewhere and get thrown into a pile with a bunch of other crap, you know, that somebody's probably never even going to listen to. And even if they do, they'll skim through it and they'll miss the whole point it was like uh, 2007, I had uh, a MySpace music page. And uh, one day I just got uh, a message out of nowhere. And uh, it was from uh, DJ Glow, who runs the trust label. And he's, yeah, I had a track up on the page called uh, Blank Populous. And he said, I really like this track. He, you know, possibly send me some more of your stuff. So I was like, oh, of course, yeah, you know, Why not? So, I, over the next month, I kind of like scrambled to finish up some tracks that I had been working on, and I sent them over a CD. And then maybe a month later, he had emailed me again and saying I want to release this. So, <laughs> why not? You know, that's. So it was really, it was really an accident. You know, I never sent out, I never sent one demo out to any label. and my chance he happened to stumble across my page and. So, cool.
0: is called The Loudness Monster by William Rias. Before that, we heard Hard Floor with Triple Play. And the next question I asked B-Pang is if he could describe for us uh, his creative process. I'm trying to get away from that that, like planning overhead.
3: Oh, you know, beforehand planning too much because every time I do that it it turns to crap. So um, the way I've been working for the last few years is um, I got away from the computer pretty much Almost uh, like everything I do, with my I have an Akai MPC uh, 3000. That's my main sequencer. I do everything from on there. I drums, all my sequencing, and then one poly synth, one mono synth. And then basically, the way I'll start a track is I'll just sit there and I'll play around with chords on a poly synth until I get something I like, and transpose it around until it sounds right. And then. Then I'll start working on bass and kind of alternate between the bass and the drums and make sure they have like an interplay between the two. That's Everything starts out really basic, it's always pretty much starts out with chords and and the drum. Die!
0: The track we're listening to right now was chosen by B-Pang, it's one of the tracks that inspired him to start producing his own music, it's by Jean-Luc Ponty and it's called uh, Demogamania. And uh, obviously it's jazz, now out of the 50 uh, the odd shows that I've done so far, only one other guy's chosen jazz as an influence, so uh, I was curious to find out why he chose it. Yeah, that,
3: that was something that uh, my, my dad got me into uh, when I was in my early 20s and I started getting into, you know, the electronic stuff too, but then I, I was always interested in jazzy sounds and more of like the 70s fusion type sound and all that. And uh, my dad kind of put me in the direction of uh, like Jean Weather and Weatherford, and of course uh, Miles Davis. And uh, another band that I'm obsessed with, I've been obsessed with since the first time I heard them, was uh, still again that's that's another big one for me too so that's kind of like neon parallel that track is kind of was my way of trying to work that in like seeing see how to balance that with the electro and make something interesting
4: This is Missy Karma, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
0: Petition for you here if you uh if you want to pick up a free copy of Alivax's latest album, Futura, he's been back in touch. Got another download code to give away to you. All you need to do, drop me an email, touchbase at baseagenda.co.uk. That's touch and then b-a-s-s at baseagenda.co.uk. Email me before the end of the show, and uh first one out of the hat wins it. Familiar. of course it's the soul sonic force with the classic looking for the perfect beat uh, but this is remix it's remixed by Gore D, and you can pick this up on what I think is one of the best releases to come out this year so far uh, absolutely brilliant concepts basically a load of decent artists from the current time been remixing some classics from way back when so not only have you got this track on there but you've got things like um, E-Rocker remixing Africa Bambaataa's Planet Rock you've got uh, PL on with an epic, epic remix of Kid Frost's Terminator and so many more on there. You've got Skyborg remixing Gary Newman's cars as well and uh, I just recommend you buy it. 12 tracks, very good quality stuff. Not only that, it's only £8 and uh, all of that So will be going to charity as well. So go check it out, skyborg.bandcamp.com and before this track, we heard the excellent AUX 88 with Annihilating the Rhythm. That was the Detroit In Effect remix. And before that, some nice jazz funk electro for you. That was Marco Bernardi with Oxygen. last year Dominant Electricity released an absolutely fantastic compilation called the Electro-Funk Resistance and uh, B-Pang had a track on there called Neon Parallels, this is it, you're listening to it right now, and uh, I think for many people, certainly for me, that was that was where I discovered B-Pang, but uh, that track actually was released uh, about three years ago on, uh, on open concept recordings, so uh, great track and I wanted to find out a little bit more about it, particularly because it's such a complex and interesting track, I was curious to know how long it took him to make it.
3: Of a month um, but not working see the way i work i don't work every day and i don't you know i'm, I'm not one of those people that i, I can just hang out of track in one day I, i've never been like that and that one was like you know it started out with just those chords you know i had uh due to the 106 and i just had the chords played out and then i kind of thought about that for a while and then a week later I kind of went back and worked on it a little bit more you know i usually only work on the weekends so I have all week to think about it over things sometimes so it was a, it was like a month maybe a little bit longer than a month and then I'm going back and mixing it and then I would take parts out of it and I played around with different base bass parts bass sounds and all that stuff and one day and like I got to the ending part you know those kind of more spacier parts towards the end once I was in there then I was like this is done and it was finished and then, I, I went and got a beer and came back an hour later and, and yeah, listened to it and I was like, okay, it's, it's finished, fine. Um, the, the originally I, did, I, did, I had done an EP uh, that came out on uh, Open Concept Recordings called uh, Bypass the Body that came out in, uh, I think it was 2009. That track Neon Parallels was actually on that EP. Um, the, uh, I guess soon after that, uh, Cosmo D from, uh, Nucleus. He has a show called uh, Jam on the Groove, and he started playing Neon Parallels. Like you know, he played it, like maybe three, or four weeks in a row. Um, I guess that's how it, you know it got exposed. At least in and I uh, maybe a few months after that, I got an email from Dominance and um, said, I really like Neon Parallels. Uh, how would you feel about? Maybe licensing the track to us, the compilation. And I, I kind of, you know, I put him in contact with uh, Dylan, who runs Open Concept, and then just kind of sat back and waited for something to happen. But it took it took a couple years from the time that I got the email about it, so you know, the compilation actually came out.
0: out more about bpang and uh keep an eye on what he's up to uh he's he's been uploading a couple of new uh, snippets of tracks in the last uh, few days actually great stuff coming up uh best thing to do head over to his soundcloud page which is soundcloud.com slash bpang which is b-i-e-p-a-n-g you'll also find links on there to his facebook page uh also a link to him over on uh, zero inch you can also pick up his music on uh, juno download as well And of course, check out that Dominance Electricity compilation, Electrofunk Resistance as well. Great stuff. Sitting on top of right now is called Bleak Leisure. It's by B. Pang. Before that, we heard Doctor Futurist, which is an alias for Kurt Bagley, aka Skate One. Uh, that track's called Astral Corrosion. And coming up next, brilliant track chosen by B. Pang. Uh, and I asked him why he chose it. Uh, it's Dynarec with White Consumption.
3: That was one of the tracks that the first time I heard it, I almost shit myself. <laughs> I mean, like before that, I was thinking, you know, I get into drexia and all that kind of stuff. There was a lot of, there's a lot of stuff out there that sounds pretty much spot on drexia, and you know, it's pretty much a dime a dozen kind of thing. I don't know, when I heard Dynarek, it was like, wow, this guy's taking that sound and he's he's building upon. He's not just copying it and following it a day. I mean, this is like something new. Yeah, that was that track was, probably my favorite banner in China.
0: selectors music makes me remember some tunes that uh, I, I used to listen to and haven't listened to for a long time so this track is the men heads track called night tripping absolutely great track before that you heard uh, lego welt that's from his uh, Nacho patrol uh, project a track called corruptness of society and one more track to go although bpang didn't choose it he mentioned it right back uh, in the uh, early stages of the interview and that was the future sound of London absolute classic Papua New Guinea uh, slightly different version from the album. This is the Dumb Child of Q mix. And after that, we're going to slip into darkness with Julia Pay, fantastic guest mix. Thanks for listening and uh, keep your eyes peeled for the next show. We've got the Freak Force crew, a real 808 festival coming your way in two weeks' time. <laughs> This is Boris Divider and you are listening to Base Agenda.
3: Shit, folks
4: <laughs> we're going away going away